and hello, this is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. I tell you, I got up this morning and my I can tell that I'm getting old because it was hard to get up. <laughs> you know, when you try to bend your legs and you try to get them out of bed and then you say, oh, forget it, and you flop back into bed because, oh, I don't know if I really want to get up this morning. But I had to do a podcast. So here I am. Yesterday we had two things happen. And I'm going to talk about the first one, which is uh, the bill that was before Congress to codify Roe v. Wade. That was not passed in the U.S. Senate. So that's dead. The only problem is now you have... And by the way, I'm I'm glad that that bill died because that bill was much more than codification. It was trying to revamp a bunch of state laws out of the state's hands. And that would have severely damaged the Constitution of, of the United States. In fact, it was not constitutional that they can go in and overturn those laws. So it was not just codification. It was a whole bunch of other things that they were trying to put in there. And by the way, Terminating the baby up until the day that it's born, that's murder, okay? That is pure, downright murder. And these individuals in the Senate had no ethics whatsoever when they voted on this bill. Now, it went all the way to uh, Democrats voted, but there were some that moved over to the other side and said no. So it was 51 to 49, I believe. 51 said, no, we're not going to codify or do anything with women's, with women's um, uh, reproduction and, and, and um, abortion of these babies. We're not going to do anything. That is, let's leave it to the courts and let the states handle it. This should be a state-by-state state individual basis anyway. But we have now, we have Elizabeth Warren, which is hard to even say because it's like, stuff coming out of my mouth it's like i'm foaming elizabeth warren i'm like foaming at the mouth when i see i say it plus it's early morning and it's hard to talk but she wants to bring back the this whole nonsense of the filibuster you see what happens with the filibuster is that it that is one mechanism that allows people to fight a bad bill if it's a bad bill both sides should be able to have the equal opportunity to fight it. And so the way that uh, uh, Warren wants to have it is that she doesn't want to have a filibuster and it will just be a straight-down-the-road vote and the, the majority wins. Well, in this situation, it is much more... It, it's better for the American public to know that that filibuster is there so that the other side can fight. So that both sides can fight for a bad bill that should not be voted into law. And that bill last night was a really bad bill. And that's why Manchin came over from the Democrat side and said, I'm not going to support this. This changes the rules in a whole bunch of states. That's not what codification was supposed to do. So now we have all of this talk about about uh, filibustering and everything else. But you know what I think it really is? I think the Democrats knew in the Senate that they were going to lose this. 
And I also think in the Congress that they knew that they were going to lose this final vote. But they did it because it plays to their base. There was something that they could get out and fight on and make a lot of noise with. And so that's that's what happened. <clears throat> ethics? Mm, nah, they threw ethics out of the out of the window. The right of that baby to live, they threw it right out the window. And for this to happen, to get this far, at the very beginning when it first came out and the leak came out of the Supreme Court, I knew that it was a political play. It was a a game that the Democrats were playing. In fact, we had a second leak yesterday. We had a second leak that was that was that stated what the current positions of the justices are on that case. Two leaks. So, for some reason, we can't shut down the leaks in this government. So we we have a problem. So anyway, so I'm I'm glad that that bill did not pass. I'm glad that it went away. I'm sure the Democrats are still going to stomp their feet and pound their fists and and jump up and down and cry like babies. I'm sure that's going to happen. But don't pay any attention to it. It's all politics. Everything from now until November 22nd is going to be nothing but politics. So just get ready for it. It's going to get evil and dirty and everything else out there. And we have to sit here and listen to it all. But understand, and I think most Americans understand this, that what we're seeing is just nothing but dirty, rotten politics. And I think that's where Americans are so concerned at the moment because they don't see anything good being done in Congress. And they're asking the question, why even have a Congress? Because they're doing nothing but fight between themselves. It's not the American people. It's not. It is the politicians in Washington, D.C. that is creating the divide. Not you and me. You may... Disagree with me politically. You may disagree with me on religion. You may disagree with me on business issues. But we're not divided. We keep talking to each other. We keep doing things and moving forward and doing doing all this stuff. But Congress never does. They sit there and they fight and they bicker and they moan and they groan. And then they fight some more and they fight some more. And they call each other names. And then they get their base all riled up. And then this fight's on the street. It happens every single time we have an election. So just see, just realize that what you see in Congress and what you see on the news and what you see on the streets, it's all politics. And it's all designed to intimidate us. Don't be intimidated. We're better than that. Now, I want to talk about the the oil and gas issue. Now, Biden went out yesterday on a rampage on, on oil and gas and everything else. And then what did he do? His Department of the Interior canceled about four of those gas leases yesterday. <laughs> So he said, oh, you've got all these leases and you're not producing, and then he cancels them. Well, the reason why he canceled them is because they are stuck in legal mumbo-jumbo in the courts because of environmentalists who have filed lawsuits. Now, these things take forever to do, get done. 
So he canceled four of them. Now there are 22 in this same quagmire, okay? They are stuck in the legal system. They can't, the people who have the leases on them can't produce because they're stuck in court. Now, the other leases, they could produce, however, because of the restrictions, the Department of the, of the Interior has put more restrictions, so it's very difficult to produce those leases. So the Biden economic and energy policy is to give hell to the energy industry. That's the whole thing. Now, the other issue is I want a lot of you have said, well, the cost of oil has gone down, right? A cost per barrel has gone down. Well, that may be true a little bit, but that does not affect the gas prices. And here's the reason why. That gas has got to be refined, okay? It's got to go from a barrel into a uh, refinery plant, and it's got to be refined down to whatever they're going to produce it into, either gasoline or, uh, or um, what's that other gas? <laughs> diesel, uh, diesel. My mind went blank. I had a, a Biden moment. But so it goes into the plant, and that's where it's produced. However, the cost to produce that because of the Biden energy policy, they have to maintain those refineries at at such different paces and different levels that it has become very costly to produce that gasoline. On top of that, because it's so costly in produ- uh, in the production side, some of those refineries have shut down. So we are operating with lower refineries, a lower amount of refineries that, are, that is producing this gasoline. So what, what does that do? It drives gasoline prices up. You see, policy, government policies, is the biggest issue in this oil and gas thing. It's not the oil companies sitting back, well, let's hold back on production. No, that's not the case. The case is, is that the policies to, to run these plants, the maintenance of these plants, the hiring policies of these plants, the trucking of these plants, and everything has, the cost has gone up. Remember, we have inflation at the moment. So the cost of production has gone up. It's the cost to produce that oil and that gas that you're putting in your vehicle. So if you want to yell at anybody, don't yell at the oil companies. Yell at the policymakers in Washington, D.C., specifically at the, the house that's on Pennsylvania Avenue that's called the White House with a president in there called Joe Biden. That's where you should be placing your anger at. When you make things difficult to produce by government policies, the cost is going to go up. That's just how it is. And if they wanted to if they wanted to reduce the cost of oil, they would start looking at their policies and say, okay, what can we do without so that we can help these refineries to produce gas? But see, the whole goal is not to produce any gas or to produce any diesel or to produce natural gas. They don't want that anymore. They want you to be riding and driving that electric car, the electric vehicle. That's the whole goal. That's all that they want. So all the problems that you're having at the pump and all that added expense, they like that. 
Okay, Biden likes that. The White House likes that. So just just understand that the politics in Washington D.C. at the moment is so dirty rotten. Uh, what, what was that movie? Dirty rotten scoundrels. That's what they are. Dirty rotten scoundrels. And we, the consumer, we, the taxpayer, we, the family, have to suffer because our prices have gone up. So when the gas prices go up, the diesel prices go up, that affects every single thing. Everything that's made with with fuel, everything that is delivered with fuel, everything goes up. And you and I have to pay for it. And then we send $40 billion of taxpayer money to a country we can't even trust. We're screwed up, guys. We are really, really a bunch of idiots. (laughs) Well, the government is. You and I sit here and we have these conversations over the breakfast table because I record this in the morning. As we're sitting here at this breakfast table this morning, we're wondering what in the world are we going to do? Well, we have to manage our own lives. We have to manage our own finances and just get on with it. And let's see what happens after November 22nd. But with everything right now, it's just pure politics. Listen, if you would like to help me out with this podcast, and I'd really appreciate it, go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Michael Lodge. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Michael Lodge. And all of my blogs and everything else I write about the economy and, and business and everything, taxation, it's all in there. So you can read it as you're as you're there. If you want to know more about me and have more access to me, go to my website, which is www.lodge-co.com. Again, it will all be down in the discussion part of this of this podcast, so you can get it there. So let's go out. Let's have a great day. Love you all. We're gonna have. A very productive day. I can feel it. I can see in your mind that you're going to be productive. So am I. So, but, but first, breakfast and coffee. Talk with you soon. Bye bye.